morning, good afternoon, good night, good evening, whatever time of day it is, man. I'm glad, so glad you guys are listening as we continue our study in First Peter. If it's your first time here, I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devotional, and we're just going through First Peter, trying to see what it says about who God is, what it says about mankind, sinful and Christian, and then what uh, we should do with it and how we should apply it in our lives. We also see what Peter is actually saying to the people that he's writing to because we want to understand it in its context. So I hope um, you get a little bit out how to understand and read the Bible because I think that's probably one of the most important things we can do is because we want to know what God's saying to us. We want to know who God is and what he has to say to us through his word. So it's awesome, man. If uh, you're here again, oh, I'm I'm glad you're here, man. I'm, I'm glad we're continuing in this study. It's been great. It's been a lot, and today is going to be, uh, I think really today is going to focus on a lot of some stuff that a lot of people have with America today, to be honest with you, man. It's, it's going to touch on a bit, and I don't want to offend you or anything like that, but I do want to speak what the Word says and, and then how we can apply it in our lives today. That's the point of studying the words to look at it and see how we can change ourselves to it and how God is transforming us into uh, what it says. So let's go ahead and jump into it. We're in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be an emperor as supreme or to the governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using the freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God, honoring everyone. Love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. This is about uh, a difficult situation that these guys are in. They're in persecution right now, and this is institutional persecution. This is the government who is doing these evil things, carrying out these evil deeds, upon the people of God simply because they are the people of God. And what does Peter say about this? He says, be subject to them for the Lord's sake. Be subject to them, man. That's a tough, tough thing. How is Peter saying that they should honor, again, says, fear God, honor the emperor. How is the people of God, those being persecuted and oppressed by the government to honor them, to be subject to what they say. Man, that, that is beyond comprehension. I want to make it absolutely clear, though, first, is that when they are to be subject to them, when they are to honor them, that doesn't mean that they are to do anything that is against the word of God, which means to worship other gods or means to um, deny the truth of the gospel, to uh, renounce the kingdom of God in their hearts, to uh, say anything against their Lord Jesus Christ. Anything that would be sinful and utterly repugnant. In the face of our God, they, they, they are not to do that. But in every way, they're supposed to be subject. And he starts with every human institution because he knows that the institution in which he is primarily talking about 
is the government that is oppressive to them. Man, that is insane. But he says this because he makes the claim that um, they are to punish the evil and praise those who do good. It's like that's the, the, the reason for which the government has been called together, that it's been instituted. And if we cross-reference it with uh, other scriptures we see in Romans that Paul says kind of the same thing. He says that all of these places are um, put there because God has put them there. Like these kings, these emperors, these lords, whoever they are, they are placed there because of God's ordainment. That means because God has put them there in their position. Now, I, I believe this is the, the truth, obviously, because the Bible speaks of it. But I also believe that uh, God raises up people when these, these governments are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, as this one says, that they're there for those to punish those who do evil and praise to those who do good. And Paul says the same thing when he says that they're there to bring a sword to the evil. And so I think that, that when these institutions are set up in such a way that they are not godly, uh, I don't, I don't want to say godly because uh, no institution, even though they can seem to be godly and they want to do and desire for God, uh, there's there's very little institutions at this present time that are godly in this world today, but they still do the goal in which God instituted the um, the uh, institution, instituted the government, which is to punish evil and to, to praise good. So I, I think that when governments stop doing that, whenever they punish good and um, reward evil, then I think that's when God raises up a nation to destroy them, which he's done plenty of times with Assyria, with Jerusalem. I mean, the Israelite kingdom themselves, the people of God, he's done that. But with Babylon, with uh, Rome, with all of these different places, he's he's done that. So I think that God will take care of the situation. And I think that's an important part to remember, as Peter is saying, that we should be subject to these people. But he's saying it's subject because the goal of the government is to punish evil and to praise good. Now, what he's saying is that the will of God, like God's desire, is that when we do good, whenever these, these governments do evil towards us or, or these institutions do evil to, towards us, says that when we act the way we are supposed to as Christians, being humble, subjecting ourselves to them, then we silence these people. They can't say anything bad about us. I mean, earlier, yesterday, we talked about how that because of our action and conduct to these people in the face of persecution, then they become Christians. Their hearts turn to God. And in this way, he says that these people that do that, when we do good, despite the evil that is oppressed on us, they're, they're, the mouths are shut. They're silenced. See, now I think it's important to understand that the word ignorant. At times, they don't know the truth of the gospel. They've been blinded by Satan. And so when they come up with these, these petty accusations that they are put to shame, they're silenced because they realize that's not what they're doing. And that time, it was some crazy stuff. It was like they thought they were cannibals. They thought they were incestuous. 
they thought some some weird stuff. But when they went and they looked at how they lived their lives, they were silenced. They were shut up. They had nothing to say about them. And in the same way today, if we um, continue to love those, even despite their sin, because we don't honor their sin. We love them because they are image bearers of God. But we still outcry against their sin. But when they do that, when they see that we love and care for these people despite their actions, well, then their mouths are shut. They, they can't say we're bigotous people. But what they say is, wow, these people actually are loving them. They just are not for what they're doing. Their mouths are silenced. And he goes on, he says, live as people who are free. Recognize that none of these sinful things will ever hold us. Recognize that none of these institutions will never have anything over us. Recognizing this freedom is important. But understanding how your freedom works is what glorifies God. He says, because don't use it to cover up evil. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Paul says it just because it's uh, uh, lawful doesn't mean it's profitable. Is it going to benefit the kingdom of God? Because earlier we saw that what we want to do is extol the excellencies of who God is to a people that does not know him. That was our goal. That is who we are. That is what God has called us to do. And so in our freedom, are we doing that? He says, live as servants of God. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God, honor the emperor. What's it saying about God? Well, it's saying he's in control. He is in control. Even when it doesn't seem like it. Because in order for us to be able to be subject to a king or an emperor or for us a president or whatever, when they are persecuting us, when they are maligning us, it means that we have to trust that God is in control of the situation. So we got to recognize that. We've got to see that this scripture is saying God is in control. God is in absolute control of all situations. And his plan, as long as we follow it, well, actually not as long as we follow it. His plan is always going to happen. But we will follow it because we trust in his plan. What's it saying about man? I think for the Christian, it's saying trust God. That as Christians, we should trust that God is in authority, that he can and will do the good. He will keep his people safe, even in oppression. And in that safety, it may be that we never are touched, never are hurt. But I don't think Peter's saying that. I, say, I think he's saying that God will work things out. And by doing good and the oppression that is happening, then other people will come to Christ and be a part of that kingdom that God institutes on this earth when he comes back. So I think that is what Peter is trying to say. Our application today is, man, is that I know sometimes we want to we want to get up in arms, man. We want to uh, revolt because of the evil that we see perpetrating in our nation today. I think that we see the, the craziness that's going on around us, man. 
But I think we need to realize that God is still in control, but also that we should honor the king. That doesn't mean we agree with or even uh, heed to some of the evil things that he is uh, the, 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 the government or whatever is trying to put in place. But it does mean that we respect them and honor them. And we don't let all of these things going on cause us to get in a hussy and start sinning. We can't allow our freedom to be able to turn into a chance of sin. So my application today is honor, love, be a servant. I need to serve my neighbor. I need to love my neighbor. Whoever I'm around, that's my neighbor. And I need to love them. I appreciate you guys for listening. And uh, we'll continue on our study in First Peter. See you guys tomorrow.